0: It is time for another Amateurs Fantasy Sports Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Teamless Tuesday episode of the NRL Fantasy Amateurs Podcast. It's Mark and Ryan here. Ryan, how's your beef jerky, mate?
1: Mate, it's delicious. I've been munching away (laughs) at it. <laughs> That's all we're going to talk about today.
0: <laughs> yeah. What brand is it? What flavour? Uh, uh, Jack Links.
1: For the Jack Links, mate. Right? New, New Zealand beef jerky. It's it's the best. Good okay. stuff, New Zealand.
0: Yeah. Well, we are a pro New Zealand podcast, so I'm Absolutely. glad that you are sourcing your goods from there. Mm-hmm. But, uh, mate, uh, obviously we've had a, a massive team list Tuesday list come out, and you know I had the uh, misfortune of being at work today while the team lists came out and i was trying really hard to do paperwork while you know everyone was just sending my facebook notifications burko and i was trying to be a responsible employee but you know obviously i've finished now and i've got a gigantic uh protein shaker that's supposed to be used for uh for uh, gym shakes I'm, i've got that full of scotch and i think we're ready to go mate so why don't we rip into some team lists and we'll see how we how we fare tonight what do you think
1: yeah absolutely we're primed for a big one i think
0: yeah, no, nah, mate. I can feel it. I've got good vibes for tonight. So, <laughs> mate, uh, I'm gonna have to work out how, how do I do this again. What, what is this team, the Panthers? Are they, are they, yep. <laughs> so, uh, Penrith Panthers come up against Manly Sea Eagles on Thursday night football, which is going to be roughly 24 hours from now. Uh, obviously, big news today, broken by somebody. I don't care who, and it doesn't really matter. Uh, Nathan Cleary is going to miss the first three weeks of the season at least. Um, yeah, that was the wording. Huge. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, he doesn't need to play. And if you're gonna rest your um, state of origin half back, premiership winning, blah blah guy, the the best time to do that is at the start of the season when the games don't really matter. Mm. Uh, obviously, for our uh, punt club uh, members, there was uh, that's advantageous because you were you got on nice and early onto the. Onto yeah. Manly at $2 something, so...
1: Yeah, good segue. They're already into favourites now after Team List, so you've got a, got a bit of value. Off to a hot start. Our first bet, Punters Club, Manly, this, this yeah. Thursday. Get involved.
0: Mate, you should have put it on last week, though. They were $2.35 or something like that, yeah. but that's all right. I'm sure the uh, I'm sure the listeners and the Punt Club members will forgive you for that one, but, yeah, we, uh, we've got some nice value on this one, so gamble responsibly if you're going to jump on Manly for this one, guys. But... Uh, Jump into fantasy because I know everyone doesn't want to spend too much time on Punk Club, and obviously we'll, we'll talk about them more a bit later. But, uh, mate, uh, so Sean O'Sullivan comes into the seven. No surprises in the team list. One, three, seven here with Targo and Crichton taking up the center spots. Um, off air, actually, one thing that you highlighted to me, which I sort of wasn't really thinking about, and I actually had Stephen Crichton's one guy that I've been flip-flopping in and out of my team while simultaneously having Targo in it the whole time, and maybe that's irresponsible. Uh, but I've now, um, you know, you've highlighted me to the fact that, that Stephen Crichton's more than likely, well, he almost certainly going to be goal kicking for the first at least three weeks, which is going to give him a nice boost of what I imagine is going to be six or seven points a game and, and probably push him into the low 40s rather than the mid to high 30s. So obviously he becomes, he goes from a not really that interesting to a, a pretty interesting, I think
1: yeah absolutely he's basically been a lock in my side um from that after from this afternoon when uh, we found out clear he was going to be gone because you know it's important to note that the specific wording was at least three weeks so um you know at the end of the day Crichton's not a keeper you're only you know you're riding him um to make some cash so you know three weeks of goal kicking at the very least is a great way to get his mm. price moving
0: yeah well I mean I had him down for like thirty five thirty six so you have to imagine that's going to be plus seven now, which makes him 42-43, which is, you know, that's 15, 15 points of value roughly. And, uh, I mean, I mean, obviously the dual wing fullback center. Just plug him into your centers here or your wing fullback spot and, and enjoy the cash rises through and 2-1 clear. He comes back, finish it out, and then and off you go. Obviously, we're still feeling pretty comfortable with Targo. He's going to be playing outside. Um, Sean O'Sullivan now, you'd have to think. But I think – oh, no, he, no, he's on the left side. He's in the yeah. – in the Luai channel. So, um, yeah, I mean, he's he's one, he's locked into my side basically the whole time. Same for you or?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Targo and um, Croydon are the, the two obvious standouts here.
0: Yeah, great. I was hoping we were going to get a Robert Jennings on the wing, but they've decided to go with the Forbes, Dats and Sonny. So uh, <laughs> we're uh, I reckon we just, uh, I mean, nothing in the forward pack excites me at all. Anyone that's thinking about Liam Martin, stop thinking about it and start thinking about somebody good. Uh, and I reckon we can move across to Manly. What do you think? Yeah, Absolutely. Lovely. All right. Tom Trbojevic obviously he becomes the most expensive available player for week 1. Uh, a lot of people are, I imagine are going to be moving him for the captaincy. Um, we I'm not going to say anything, but I have a very clear idea in my mind about what I'm expecting from Trbojevic this year. But what do you think? What do you think in terms of Trbojevic for fantasy?
1: Well, look my my uh, you know thoughts for a while now was that his average is going to go backwards this year. Um, just with the way the game I think is going to evolve um, from 2021, I think it's going to go back to similar to uh, 2020. Um, yeah, I've yeah. got no doubts he's going to be a, he's going to be a, a keeper wing fullback top three mm-hmm. if not number one. Um, yep. But I, th- I think for mine he's he's going to lose at least ten points of value in my mind.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's all going to be that you know even if he dials back from like. You know, you look at an elite Tedesco season, like the 2020 Tedesco season where people were just, you know, talking about him as the number one player in the world. He was at like a 75% try scoring and 85% try assist rate or something like that, which is roughly half what Trubovic did last year. You know, you take down those, you know, what I'm guessing is going to be 20 points a game uh, and he drops back from 85 to 65, which is still elite, but kind of nowhere near or 80 down to 60, which is obviously nowhere near um, where he's priced at the moment. So, I mean, 60s, you can get Haas. You know, like when you look at the other three elite options in Heinz, Tedesco, and Pappenhausen, all in the 6-700K bracket, or Tbojevic at 1 million, probably likely to average within five points of the, those other three. I don't think you can go anywhere near Tbojevic round one.
1: No, yeah. Draft only for me.
0: Yep. No, good stuff. Now, mate. Uh, I'm looking at the who's hot, and I'm actually surprised he's not on there. I guess he's already 20 something percent owned. So I guess everybody that liked him was pretty committed to him beforehand, I guess. So, Uh, mate, uh, outside of him, Manly's pretty skinny up until number 12 here.
1: Yeah, well, I was just going to say, just before we move on um, with the. Tom Turbo, like, clearly the ownership's still at 44% on NRL.com, like, NRL Fantasy, so mm. I guess pe- people haven't taken him out yet. But, um, yeah. yeah, no, you're right. Uh, Ethan Bullymore for uh, for Manly. He, he looks an enticing option. Um, it's just a matter of whether you think he's going to get enough time on that edge. Um, mm-hmm. I, I guess the thing with him is that um, even once Schuster does come back, you think he's going to get a fairly you know, prominent bench roll. you know, you'd, you'd think about yep. 35 minutes or so to at least keep those price rises moving along to, to top it out. So, like, I've currently got Bullymore in my side. I don't think he's a slam dunk, but, I, you know, I think he's a solid option for the price.
0: Let me ask you, out of these guys, who is Bully Bullymore obviously better than in terms of, you know, Manly's, man, the way that Manly are looking at this? Toff Sipley, Carl Lawton, Sean Kepi, Taniyala Paseca.
1: Uh, like as a middle forward,
0: yeah. Um, Who's he? Obviously better than from Manly's perspective.
1: Uh, I think Kepi in my mind.
0: All right, because Kepi was a starting forward in their run to almost making the grand final last year.
1: And he's on back on the bench now.
0: Yeah, I don't know, I'm just I'm just worried that they're not. Uh, he could go straight from being in the t- team to completely out, and that's my concern for him. You know, mm. he plays three weeks on the edge and then just disappears into the number 19 jersey.
1: Well, I don't know. I just think they've sort of bought him as like a future middle, you know what I mean? Like, as mm. you know, someone to really build up. Because, you know, Marty power. as much as I love him, he's what, 32 or 33 30, years old yeah, now. Yep. Yeah, He's getting up there, you know. Like, I don't know. I'm just of the opinion that I, th- I think they see more potential in someone like Bullymore. Mm. Like, Bullymore is someone I could see playing Origin in a couple of years versus, like, Kepi, like, what's what is Kepi's peak? Uh,
0: I'm pretty sure he's already there. That, that's my point, like, <laughs> <laughs> man. I'm not arguing with you. I'm just, I'm presenting the other side of the argument. No,
1: it's, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a very solid point. It's a, yeah, very solid point. Um, hmm. But like, I, I guess in my mind, like, because when is, what do you think the worst case scenario here is for Bullymore? He gets three weeks and then he's out of the side round yeah, four.
0: Three weeks and gone. Yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's a it's a fair play, but I mean, there's so many other cheapies as well with question marks that that we're going to mm. get to later on as well. It's like, how do you pass through all the question marks? You know, we're dealing yeah. with this week.
0: Yeah, and I guess it comes down to quality of competition as well. Like, there's a couple of guys, and I'm 100 percent certain we're going to have a fight about somebody later. Um, oh, okay. And I won't even say the name, but um, there's, you know, Bullymore, I just look at him and I'm like, yeah, like, I like Bullymore. I want him to stay in the team. I think he should be in the team. I think, you know, in the best case scenario, Schuster moves into the Dylan Walker 14 role and Dylan Walker isn't in the team because, you know,
1: mm-hmm. well, but another another one as well. So you've we we got
0: Dylan Walker this. to come back as well.
1: And and Josh loa as well in round four, I think.
0: Mate, I, I I'm calling it now. Bully mm. Moore's a big trap. Ooh. I'm putting that. I'm calling it. I'm, yeah, I think I'm, pu- I'm planting the flag. He's, he's starting to convince me.
1: I don't know. I'll, when, when we get to uh, another team later on, is someone in the similar price bracket, I'll, I'll ask you about. We'll I'll, we'll compare them then.
0: All right, no worries. In the same position or a different position?
1: Uh, basically same position. They're both playing on an edge. Okay.
0: okay. All right. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna plant the flag on the track. Mate Gerbo, do we want to talk about talk about Gerbo? I mean,
1: how, how many times do we have to tell everyone just buy Gerbo? <laughs>
0: I'm I'm wavering on it a little bit, eh?
1: You don't think he's gonna uh, push his average back up?
0: Oh no, it's not that. It's just the minutes. You know, oh, you like, don't
1: think you don't think he's gonna play 80?
0: No, it's just you know, like I think maybe early in the season, but like, you know, in this game. Assuming they're gonna put the sword to uh to Panthers and we're gonna collect our winnings. <laughs> um, you know, there's no need for him to play eighty every week in this team.
1: Yeah, no, that's a good point. That's Very more the
0: point. point. You know, it's more the point. It's not that he can't, it's that there's no need for it. Like he can play sixty-five minutes in this team, and that's enough. And particularly considering he's gonna play Origin, it's a long season, they don't need it. At the start of the year, similar to reason why Clear he's not playing, I just wonder if maybe we're isolating stats to come up with an average when we shouldn't be isolating the low games because they in, they exist.
1: Yeah, no, that's a very fair point. I, I I can't disagree with you there. Um, you know, like I don't have Jake in my side just because I I don't think the upside is there. Like like we were sort of talking no. about um, like the it's
0: fifty five best case. Best case.
1: Yeah, exactly. The best case is like fifty-five points, and like he's still within reach, you know. Later on, and and then you know, like Mm. you're talking about, he's got origin. So, um, while I do think there is some value there early on, I I I don't think he's um, he's one to start with.
0: No, no, lovely. All right, good stuff, mate. We're mate. We're on a roll. We we started really well here. The consensus going well. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 actually going to feel really bad if I gave you the Angus Crichton treatment on Bullymore, though. (laughs) The <laughs> double bluff. Yeah. For uh, for those of you that aren't familiar with this, and even though I'm sure we talked about it 19 times on this podcast, I'm going to say it again. So I uh, I convinced Ryan to buy Paul Gallen instead of Angus Crichton the week before he scored his 120-something. Uh, <laughs> and it's my second greatest achievement out of, in fantasy, um, the first one being convincing Tyson not to buy Ryan James the year he scored about 17 tries. So that's our other friend, Tyson. So shout out to Tyson. I'm sure he's not going to listen to this because he's a dog. But if he does, I'll know because he'll he'll get up me for calling him a dog on the podcast. So we'll, we'll stay tuned for next week. I'll I'll tell you guys what happens. Uh, we go on to the Raiders and the Sharks here, the next game here. Uh, obviously, we get um, Schiller's list here in the centres, which is a bit surprising. Um, speaking to our Raiders, man earlier tells me that, he believes that there's going to be a uh, a Valame Schiller a game day switch where Schiller is actually going to play on the wing and Valame is going to play at center. Uh, where in that case, he's Schiller being the one to drop out when Rapana comes back. So that would lead me to the assumption that Schiller is a trap. Mm-hmm. But uh, are you on board with that, or do you have a different opinion to that?
1: I, I wouldn't be touching Schiller or Valame. <laughs> I think they're both just, yeah, they're both very low upside scorers um, with very little job security.
0: Oh, all right. So, mate, what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to send that clip of you saying that to Ricky Stewart so he can complain about it in the media. <laughs> You're uh, giving, giving it to the Raiders up the arse again, as usual. Like, yeah, mate, you haven't been absolutely protected in the media for the last seven years, despite being a dud. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> excuse me. Moving right along. Uh, Brad Schneider, obviously in the number seven, looks to be goal kicking. Put him in your team. Don't ask any more questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, outside of that, Harawira Naira named on the edge. <sighs> Do we trust it? We don't trust it. There's not enough upside, is there? No,
1: there is some upside, but I, I don't think it's enough to go diving in head first. Like, I think at most, it's it's uh, basically the same as Jerbo. Um, I think it's about, like, four or five points of upside. And, again, like, you're just, you... unlike Jerbo, you know he's not going to get dropped. Uh, like, Jerbo, jo- you know, he's not going to get dropped, but, um, you know, like, we don't know if he's going to play 80 versus Harawir and Ari. He could be gone whenever Ricky has, a you know, a change of heart.
0: Mm. Yeah, and in fairness around Harrow and Ira, that seems to happen fairly regularly, so I wouldn't be going anywhere near him. The only person outside of Schneider in this Raiders team that I'd be remotely interested in would be Tarpany. But okay. just at the price bracket, there's about five guys in that price bracket, and I trust Tarpany the least, I think. And there's question marks on whether how many games he's going to be able to play with his vaccination status, and I'm not going to go anywhere near the vaccinations, but... Just from a, uh, is it? Can I? Can I, Could you be tempted with Tarpany or you couldn't be? Ta- you're just going to let other people mess with that landmine?
1: No, I think it's a, the equation hasn't changed for me. I just don't think he's going to get enough minutes um, to to really represent value. I just don't trust Ricky to give him a, a big minute role. Um, you know, like especially if if um, Josh Hodgson is moving to lock when Tom Starling comes on, you know? Like if we mm. do end up with like fifty minutes Starling and Hodgson's playing lock, um yeah that's just a, a nail in the coffin for all middles.
0: Unless it's some sort of Harouera Nara Elliott edge sharing mm. type system where but is a big minute player as well and is you know, in his own is right, pretty good. I think it's just as simple as, you know, everybody in that pack's gonna play somewhere between forty and fifty minutes and it's gonna change every week depending on how they're going and what yeah, the momentum's looking like. So uh, yeah. Ultimately, Raiders are outside of Schneider and no-go. I think the less green in your team, the better. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Sharkies, mate. Ryan. Yes. I want to take my victory lap on the Ronaldo-Mulatalo move to centre.
1: Did did you did you predict this? Did you?
0: Mate, I have been talking about this for two months. <laughs> are you serious? You just don't listen when I talk. You just put it on mute, don't you? What? <laughs> Did you say something? Yeah. <laughs> Mate, Ronaldo Militalo, I'm going to pull up the receipts. I'm pulling up the receipts. I'm absolutely certain. I said it in 2021 even when they signed, signed Valu. I went, I reckon Metal, Militalo could be a decent centre. He's got the right body and he's got good instincts for it. I reckon that's what I said in our Sharks podcast. I'm going to pull it up. I'm going to pull up the receipts. Someone go in. I'm going to put someone in charge of this. Bill end. Mate, I know you're listening. Can you go in and dig up the Ronaldo Molotalo to centre receipts and post it in the Facebook group? Mate, see, outside of that.
1: See, I think I just you ignored going? you because because it's not fantasy relevant. I was like, yeah, okay, whatever, Molotalo, that's great. Let's, let's yeah, talk about it. I'm awesome. <laughs> i just
0: like to point out when I'm being awesome. And, you know, you guys, okay. you've been giving me, hanging shtick on me about the Sini stuff for bloody four months, all you bastards in the Facebook group. So I've got to get one back every time I get something right. So... Mate, uh, I mean, but you're right. It's not fantasy relevant. Um, And um, really, this Sharks team is not fantasy relevant outside of Nico Hines.
1: Yeah, that's basically like the only other one I was interested in was Teague Wilton until I saw this bench. Um, Four forwards on the bench, I just, I can't trust it. If he's playing 80, um, I think there's about 8 to 10 points of value in Wilton. But with four forwards with Talakai there, oh, yeah, I, no I would have loved to. Have, yeah, I would have loved to have seen, say, like a Luke Metcalf or Connor Tracy or someone like any, like an outside back, Yeah, anyone on the bench. Um, but yep. yeah, just four forwards. I just can't trust it. No,
0: no good. As the kids say these days, it's not good footy. Um, just mm. put put uh, Nico Hines in your team and move on. Oh mate, the Brisbane Reserve Grade Broncos come up against the Rabbitohs. Mate, I dead set. I saw the Knights team posted by somebody a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, "That is a wooden spoon team." And then I saw you post that this uh, Broncos team today, and I was like, "Holy shit, that is a wooden spoon team if I've ever seen it." And mate, I'm not sure. I don't know if Adam Reynolds can save this team. What's going on? This is a this is an absolute shit fight.
1: They're missing a lot, aren't they? Um... I just
0: can't (laughs) believe so. This is the thing that I saw today. Was it Selwyn Cobbo? Oh, he's had a tough preseason. He needs a week off. It's friggin' week one, mate. <laughs> Have <laughs> a dig. Where's your ticker? It's week uh, one. If you need a week off now, how are you going to be, mate? Get him in the New South Wales State of Origin team straight away. <laughs> he's That's no Brinko league.
1: He's no Brenko he Lee. He's
0: no Brenko Lee. Renko Lee's sitting down there in 19 going, put me in, coach. The last game I played was State of Origin and we won. I'm, I'm ready to go. Right, Selwyn Cobb is actually named number five. That's really funny. Maybe I should edit that, edit that out. No, he's there. <laughs> when were you going to pull me up on that? You weren't. Well, you are were just going to let me go. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. I'm leaving that in. We're, ro- we're rolling right into it. Jamana Sarko at fullback. So he's playing wing though. He's not playing fullback. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. So he's gonna sit down on the wing and have a rest, which is basically the same while they while the, the rabbit o's put points in down the other side. So um <laughs> that's bloody funny. I'm leaving it in. I'm totally leaving it in. Guys, uh Jordan Pereira, how did he have the best preseason out of anyone in the Broncos outside of Penhas and miss the team though?
1: Yeah, well, apparently, because like our man, uh, our Broncos man James Cool was saying that apparently just Corey Oates was having a whinge, put me in. He wants to play. He wants to improve yeah. himself. And yeah, yeah oh, apparently mate. that works.
0: Oh yeah, that's good stuff, mate. I can't believe that. I can't believe it. Just teed off on Selwyn Cobo and he's actually in the team. That's how how good am I? i flying, mate. Have another sip of scotch. Oh, it's still it mate. It's delicious too. It's halfway down. Done. I'm gonna have to get another one. No, I'm just kidding, guys. We're in mid-season four. In mid-season
1: yeah.
0: ball. <laughs> so obviously they're missing Adam Reynolds this week. They're missing uh, Kobe Hetherington this week. Uh, so that sees Palacia come into the starting team. Patrick Carrigan's going to go back to lock, although lock prop doesn't really make that much of a difference. Uh, we're getting Tyrone Roberts on the bench because Corey Pakes is out uh, with Turpin in the team. Obviously anyone that was potentially going to be trapped or get the cash advances of... Peaks, I'm not sure which one it is, uh, and I guess we'll never know because he's uh, he's not in the team. So <sighs> Broncos, mate, outside of Payne Haas and I mean Billy Walters is the big question mark here because I mean he's been named at six, which I guess is a good sign, but I mean the whole preseason, the whole message from Kevy's been that uh, Adam Reynolds is going to decide who the six is basically, and he keeps. He, advocating for uh, Albert Kelly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Billy yeah. Walters could be yeah. like the biggest cash maker that people miss out on or the biggest trap that everybody gets stuck on a la Zach's yeah. name last year and I actually have no idea how I feel about this. So how do you feel about this?
1: It really feels like a coin flip, doesn't it? Um yep. oh, I've I've currently got Walters in my side like completely knowing he could he could be out of the set team next week but Yep. Just for me, if he's not, like there's probably about 20 points of value there. And it, and it's hard to mm-hmm. find players that have, you know, that much value this season. Um, yeah. So, like, I'm just thinking he's worth the risk uh, mm. currently. Mate, you have
0: to imagine, and, and we're going to do this equation here Albert Kelly, older player, Adam Reynolds, older player, mm. Broncos, dumpster fire, Kevy Walters, completely willing to change teams every single week with no problem whatsoever. Yeah. When you add all those things together, I think you have to come up with the answer being Billy Walter's upside's too hard to ignore. And mm-hmm. worst case scenario, he's a red dot sitting down the bottom of your team for a little while. And I mean, you know, that is the worst case scenario. The best case scenario is he averages 40 and makes you a bunch of money.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you there. I just think the, the upside there is just, it's too hard to ignore. And he, knowing completely well, he could be a red dot next week.
0: No, good stuff. Glad just just you know to put that in there. And then Payne Haas, obviously, is he your captain, immovable object in your uh, in your mid now?
1: Mm, yeah, he's in my mid. I don't know if I'm going to slap the captaincy on him yet, but uh, yeah, no. he's, he's locked he's locked into the mid. Absolutely. You're putting
0: the seat on Pappenhausen this week. Is that what you're doing? Uh, well, I'm currently—I
1: uh, don't know—I've well, gotten a little bit frisky with all this cash, and I plugged David feeder in my team for about an hour. So Ooh. we'll see—we'll see what happens there. But.
0: Very nice. Okay. 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 I like it. Oh man! All right. You guys can all just forget that I was teeing off on Solomon Colbert earlier. Obviously, he's a good bloke. He's in the team, Pratt Queensland. I'm sure.
1: <laughs> Never needs a rest.
0: <laughs> Never needs a rest. He's hard of gold, mate. He's having a dig for sure. All right, Rabbitoes. Uh, not really any surprises here outside of Tane Milne taking Josh Mansour, mate. He hasn't he had a fall from grace? So obviously, not fantasy relevant, so we'll leave him alone. Blake Taff, one week at the fullback jersey, uh, still owned by God knows how many teams. Was it twenty something percent still? Yeah,
1: it's just way too many is the answer. Yeah, uh, way 20, too many. Yeah. It's only twelve yeah. percent at the moment, so I guess some people have listened.
0: Oh God. Yeah. I thank God for that. Yeah. No, he, um, you know, he's, yeah, he's obviously, he's only got a week or two in there. He's going to move back to the bench and be he probably push Michael Cheekham out. Uh, mm-hmm. He's, he's the utility. That is his job. That's it. It's nothing else. There isn't any more like Madeline says. So uh, this fantasy from a fantasy perspective, it's, it's Lachlan Ilias in the seven. And I don't have a lot of trust in him. Like, out of 10, how much do you actually trust Lachlan Elias?
1: Uh I don't know. I'd say about a, a six. I, I don't trust him to mm-hmm. score well enough for a top 17, but I trust him enough to have 10 points of value. Like, you know, you only got to okay. average 34. You don't have to be particularly good to average 34.
0: Well, really, that's just a cash cow centre, isn't
1: it? Yeah, exactly. You know, like, like, like doesn't Adam Kloon average 40, uh, 34? Like, can't he be Adam Kloon? Like,
0: Oh, is he goal-kicking, though? Adam Klink goal-kicks. Jeez. Come on, mate. <laughs> Tidy it up. Mate, mate Jake we're Clifford's, not in for a goal Jake Clifford's a weapon, and I will not hear any Jake Clifford slander on this podcast at all. He's not at
1: the Cowboys anymore, mate. Just relax.
0: No, oh, well, that, that's good for me. I can talk positively about him now because I don't have to deal with him uh but mate obviously with this bench having two edge back rowers on it, it didn't fill me with a lot of confidence in terms of Jai Arrow yeah oh. but I mean you could take that the other way and go oh there's two edge back rowers there and Saliva Ively which is just there as a you know a dud middle maybe Arrow is going to play what 25 minutes on the edge and then go to the middle for a 40 minutes and you know as long as it's predominantly middle it's okay because I mean he's a you know that'd get that'd get him to fifty that minutes, but if it's a forty minutes on the edge and twenty five minutes in the middle, it wouldn't get him there. So I just
1: yeah, in, in, in my mind, I, in my mind, I think he's going to spend the majority of the time in the middle. Um, you know, like you'd think Totola and you know Burgess split forty odd each. Um, mm. Cam Murray's going to play the bulk of the game, you'd assume, and then you know Arrow would be, I, I think, playing forty spelling nickels in the middle would be. Would be my idea with you know maybe one of these like Cavili spelling Cam Murray for fifteen, maybe spelling Cook if you know they're up by thirty. Um, yeah. Like how many minutes is Chi it? Just feels like play? they've
0: got a he, redundant Cheekam player on the bench there.
1: Yeah, but he can fill in at like center and stuff as well. Like he could just be the zero minute utility. There is that possibility.
0: Yeah. I mean, if that's what he's there for, it's wheels up for Arrow. But I just don't know. But I think mm. Taff. after – I mean, following on from my logic of Taft's not a buy, Taft's a zero-minute utility on the bench. Yep. And that's what Cheekham's there for for a week in yep. following oh. that through to its conclusion, um, which would then lead me to the the thought that maybe I'm um, – maybe I'm not doing the right thing with Jairo. And it's – it is that he's – man. LaSai. I don't, so in that,
1: I don't know. I you don't know. Say he plays, you know, 20 on an edge, 40 in the middle. What do you think he averages?
0: Uh, I think that nets him 35 in the middle points. And then it's mm-hmm. just whatever he can get in that 25 minutes on the edge.
1: Hmm. See, <sighs> so like, like Sorry, I, was I looking have to at imagine
0: his- that's 15 or 10, 12, 15, which is, I mean, he's he's already at 40 something. So it's it's not.
1: Yeah, I I, I sort of priced him at around 50, like if he was in that role. Yeah. um, Which is like six points of value,
0: but... um, Yeah, but he's going to almost absolutely play state of origin.
1: Hmm.
0: And he's a prime candidate for, oh, we're up by 20. Let's give some extra minutes to Michael Cheekham and Jacob Post and we'll just not put Arrow back on for his last stint in the middle.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
0: so I'm, I'm I'm a hard avoid at this stage, I think.
1: Mm, yeah, I'm thinking with a, you
0: there. Order of him earlier, so mm. Cameron Murray, obviously he's a gun. He's going to play State of Origin. Look at him as a late season upgrade target, not an early season option, in my humble opinion. Roosters and the Knights, uh, mate. This Roosters team looks pretty lethal. If I'm being honest, mm. uh, yeah. I am absolutely frothing. I'm doing a tipping comp this year. Um, I actually won this tipping comp last year where you got to pick a team that you have to tip every week, no matter what. And I'm, man, I'm taking the Reese's this year.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Wheels up. Like they've been, um, you know, my Premiership pick for a little while now. And like they're just, they're, yep. if they stay healthy, their team is just absolutely lethal because, you know, it's been injuries the past couple of seasons that have really derailed mm-hmm. them. Um, yep. But, yeah, man, they, they look really spicy. And, you know, the build, the surprise inclusion of Billy Smith, that's a great one for us fantasy coaches.
0: Yeah, mate. Well, I've got two roosters in my team at the moment. I've got Billy Smith and James Tedesco in my team at the moment. Ooh. And, interesting. Um, yeah. Mate, I'm just – I don't really fancy the wing fullback options this year. And I was mm. looking at the James Tedesco 2020 season and his average was just under 60 points. And, I mean <laughs> – if this Reese's team gets humming, it's, yeah, it's, um, there's, that there's more upside than that.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. So it could be 60, like low 60, similar to Turbo, what Turbo did last year. Um, obviously not with the amount of trying to, try. I'm talking about, you know, how we were saying like Turbo, you know, maybe projecting him down from 80 to 61, 62. There's no reason that Tur- that Teddy can't beat him.
1: Yeah. Any concerns about the stem cells
0: and the legs? Mate, well if if you if South Park is to be believed, then <laughs> it just makes him better. I mean I do I do have concerns. I've I've been flip flopping like if I need to generate cash as a really nice like Tedesco down to Hamaso move that I can make that frees up two hundred and twenty five K. You know, which I think Like the difference between those two could be anywhere from five points to 17 points Mm. uh, for 220K. So I think uh, now that I'm talking it out, maybe I should make that, and I reckon I can make five to 17 points. I can make a 17 guaranteed points with 220K somewhere else.
1: Yeah.
0: Damn it, Ryan. Why are you doing this? Don't talk me out of him. I want to get him. Just get Stop him. Stop it. You
1: get him, you get him every year. You got him last year. You know, Oh, like... I didn't
0: get him every – last year was my first year and I stuffed it up. It was, it was my biggest – no, it wasn't my biggest mistake actually, but it was in my top 17 <laughs> biggest mistakes last year. So yeah. –
1: well, you need to spend the money somewhere. Like, we we are made not buying Cleary cool before it was, you know, everyone was doing mate, it, you know? Like. Yeah.
0: Who even wants Cleary? I didn't want, I didn't want, yeah. I'm, I'm mad that he didn't get named today.
1: <laughs> it's all part of your long term strat. It,
0: mate. I don't even have a long term strat. What are that? Do people do that?
1: <laughs> That's all I'm told. I don't, I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, mate. Oh, where are we? Yeah, Roosters. Newcastle. Okay. Oh, Roosters. I've got two – I've actually got two teams. I've got two sets of team lists open here. That's how good I'm going. Uh, Mate, so, yeah, outside of Tedesco, Billy Smith, obviously Billy Smith. What's your expectations to him? I sort of got him penciled in for the uh, mid-30s.
1: Yeah, uh, I think mid-30s is a solid base in this team with the, you know, attacking prowess. Uh, You know, he he could um, hit 40s if the Roosters really get clicking, but I think mid-30s is a safe, safe projection.
0: No, good stuff. And I think outside of that, it's really Angus Crichton at value, but uh, in that price range, there's more interesting players for me. Yeah. Uh, And, um, yeah, I think that'll take us pretty comfortably across to the Newcastle Knights uh, where we get pretty – I mean, this team's pretty much what we expected with the exception of Daniel Saifidi who's out with a broken or a fractured tibia – um, I think it's just fractured, but for all, if your brain's not whole, it's broken. I guess in all for yeah. all purposes. Um, so they get Leo Thompson and Durham Masiha on the bench. Uh, and our Newcastle guys are pretty high on this Leo Thompson, uh, and I've actually currently got him sitting in my number twenty-one jersey okay. uh, on the thought that everyone was sort of thinking that maybe he's the one that stays, and Masiha is the one who drops yeah. out. And I mean Suaso Su. He's kind of not really done anything to deserve a guaranteed spot in the team. Lachlan Fitzgibbon, same thing. You know, uh, there's a world here where he's a 30 average, you know. Like, I mean, Sam McIntyre was average 10 points of value on what Leo Leo Thompson's currently priced at last year. Mm. So, I mean, I'm happy to just plug him in in my 21 and just let him sort of, you know, chug up a little bit um you know obviously injuries happen suspensions happen both Saifidi and Frizell are going to be out for state of origin um you know it's hmm. you know it's a it's a long year i i, I think at 220k somebody that seems to be that number 16 not number 17 is somebody that i'm sort of interested in
1: yeah no fair enough i i don't have him currently but i think that's just more because i don't really know enough about him like if if uh what you're saying is right, then I, I think he's a automatic buy. like to get someone that cheap. I don't think there's going to be any other 228 blokes worth looking at.
0: But um, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I don't no, think there's it, a material difference between him and Max King. Yeah, no, that's fair. And, and he's um, 20K cheaper. So it's like,
1: because they've got what? They've got Daniel Safedi to come back. I guess who else? And, there? and I guess apparently Brody Jones is injured too, but does that really yeah. matter?
0: Yeah. No. All three of those guys. I mean, Daniel Saifidi is going to come back, push Clement to the bench. Mm -hmm. But, you know, my information that I have received today is that uh, Barnett's a bit underdone, which is why he's on the bench, um, injury-wise and fitness-wise. And he's Mm -hmm. going to go into the edge, and then Fitzgibbon's going to take that, you know, bench-edge-middle-cover role later on, which Moimacy is currently sitting in. And Thompson is the... Thompson's the the middle. So all he needs to do is play well enough to keep Sue out of the team, really.
1: Interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah sure. well, I mean, that seems doable, doesn't it? I'll, I'll, yeah. I'm just gonna I just mean, it, it might be
0: a trap. 100% it might be a trap. I, yeah. Like, like, yeah, there's, it, it, it's not a 0% chance that he's a trap. But I just think at the moment, like, you know, given the way that, like, if you got, like, at the moment I got Thompson, King, Walters and Vilea in my emergencies and the way that lets you like jack up the rest of your team, it's, mm. it's kind of maybe worth taking that punt.
1: Mm, that's fair. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm just waiting to see if we get a Barry Tui update in the next couple of days.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mate. Well, that's, you know, inadvertently, that's where my information came from.
1: We're uh, a,
0: a third party. So um yeah, but I know I really like him and then obviously we've got Kurt Man and Chris Randall um who we allegedly are getting huge minutes and I'm not going to f- swim against the tide on this one. I tried that last year, it didn't work for me, so I'm I'm balls deep in both of them. Not I I'm not going argue- to I'm not going to have it. I'm just going to just going to jump on and see what happens.
1: <laughs> mate, we are the pro Kurt Man podcast, damn it. You, you,
0: you No, I know it. I'm here. I I've, I've had him for over a week now. He's been on my team. I'm fine. I'm here. I'm with you, mate. I've the fact printed that he's out a, a jewel, picture of him and put it on my wall. So, oh,
1: excellent! Yeah, now the fact yeah. that he's getting the jewel just yeah, it makes him an intriguing yeah. prospect. He doesn't have it
0: yet, man. I, I'm a bit dirty on it. I want to, I want to push him across, but he's just sitting in my emergencies at the moment with Max King and my starting team, so I can you know sort of get my team vibe right. <laughs> and yeah, um, I need to swap him around, but I can't do that until until he gets his jewel. So, um, all right. Warriors. Oh, mate, I'm so pumped for the Warriors this year. It's our year finally, Ryan.
1: Yes, Uh, it's coming home. (laughs) It's coming coming home.
0: home. Chanel Harris-DeVita, he is named at fullback as predicted. Viliami Vilea. Guys, anyone on an NRL Fantasy talk who was chastising me today, telling me I had no idea what was up and Vilea wasn't playing centre, you can suck it. Um I know what's up, mate. It's like, yeah, no, I don't spend hours of my life every single day looking at this sort of thing, mate. I have got no idea what I'm talking about. You know, just you're right. You know, you know, I'm the, you passively commenting on stuff on Fantasy Talk. You've got way more information than me, mate. So don't worry about it. So anyway, Violet is named Rocco Berry is named Ewan Aiken Elias Katoa, mate. I feel like a little bit of a. Uh, uh, I don't know what the right word is for this, but I've been pumping Ellie his tyres all preseason, and now I find myself with him not in my team. <laughs> and like, I feel like I'm doing a Papa E from last year, and I feel like I'm going back on my convictions. And I, like, I'm sure I told myself in the postseason last year that I was going to learn my lesson and I was going to stick to my convictions. But you know, everyone's telling me, oh, nah, 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 and you know, like, I don't know, I just. I'm worried about his role. They've got four forwards on the bench, and you know, I was really hoping to get a you know to get a a dud on the bench somewhere but i mean they've really they've got four duds on the bench, but um you know they're gonna get minutes. Uh, and and two of those guys are recognized edge back rowers, not to mention Karen lock, who also is an edge back rower. And I can't help but get the feeling like they're gonna prioritize Adam Fanur Blake, obviously Matt Lodge to come back as well, He's probably gonna push I, I guess maybe Siren out or, you know, whatever, but yeah. You know. I'm just wondering if like the risk reward on him versus, you know, like somebody like actually who's somebody who's um almost directly opposite him probably they'll be on the same side of the field. I'm guessing they will be on the same side of the field for the other side. Um, you know, it just feels like even for a hundred grand more, like a better bet um, or going cheaper to a Targo or a Nanai.
1: Yeah. I, t- I tend to agree with you. Just the uncertainty over his role. It's, it's thrown me off a little bit as well. Um, I, like, I'm starting to think now, and and this sort of reinforced my belief seeing this bench, um, that he's probably going to be a 60-minute player, um, which, which is probably enough to have a decent amount of value, but
0: yeah. not enough that NRL. you can
1: comfortably... Yeah, just not enough that you can comfortably project him to have enough value, I think. I just... No. Yeah. And, like, he's just in that awkward zone and, like, there's just... I don't know. There's just there's just other guys. Yeah it's, yeah, it's it's a tough one. I don't think he's a bad buy, but um, no, I think I think you can pass on him um, and not feel yeah. too bad.
0: Yeah, no, I don't know. Just with Billy having Billy Smith, it just makes me want to push Aiken and Targo up into the edge and just get Billy Smith in and use that 120 something grand to something more effective and predictable.
1: Yeah, um, particularly with enough.
0: Crichton getting the goal kicking. So. As it stands right now, I don't have any worries outside of Viola and my team. or oh, and Aiken. Sorry, I lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm the same.
1: You, yep, yeah, you, you're with me. Yeah, I've got Viola. Yeah, I've got Viola and Aiken and and that'll probably be it. Come round one, I think.
0: Yep. Yeah, no, good stuff. Berry, Obviously, we've talked enough about him. We're a, a firm anti Berry podcast. But you know, good luck to anyone that starts with him. And um, you know, heaven knows we've been wrong before. The Dragons, Tyrell Sloan named it fullback, as expected. Tal Talmon picks up the number six jersey. Uh, The bench is not as strong as what I thought it was going to be, which is saying a lot considering the comments that I've made about the Dragons in the preseason. They've somehow managed to pick a bad player amongst the host of marginally average players that they've got. Um. So Woods number ten, Jack DeBella, number thirteen. They've left Tarek Sims out of the team. State of Origin representative. Thank you very much. Tarek Sims has been left out of the team, and I mean, mate, that tells you everything you need to know about the state of origin set up in New South Wales. They, <laughs> uh, you know, they can make the team in the New South Wales state of origin starting edge back row, but they can't even make the wooden spoon winning Dragons edge back row, and they're getting left out. Left out for. Jack Kachevsky and Josh Kerr, state of origin, Queensland hopeful Josh Kerr, and Francis <laughs> Molo, state of origin hero Josh Kerr, <laughs> Francis Molo. mate. All I can see here is you know a bunch of is two Queenslanders beating out the New South Walesmen, which doesn't surprise me at all. But I mean, fantasy wise, Clinton, our lovely friend who was uh, complaining to me about my ravaging of the Dragons across the preseason, uh, he's been pumping Jack DeBellins ties up in our big cash league Facebook chat today. And I can't help but think that's a smoke stream to try and get people to buy him because he actually knows that the dragons suck. But, mate, is there anyone in this dragons team outside of Telltale Moan that provides, and, and Jack Bird, obviously, which provides any sort of interest? I mean, Jack Bird on the edge has me a lot more interested, if I'm being honest.
1: Yeah, Bird and, uh, and Mone are the only ones I'd, I'd consider touching. That's it. I haven't touched Mone all preseason, and I, I don't think he's going to be in my side. Jack Bird is what I'd, I'd, I'd be pretty strongly considering if I could make mm-hmm. it work. I just don't know if it is going to work for me personally. But, I've got him at the moment. Oh, spicy. Um, yeah, I, I do like Jack Bird on edge. You, you'd have to think he's going to average it. If, the problem is, is he going to stay there? Yeah. Um,
0: He's probably better on an edge than he is at lock. you would think. 100%. Yeah. Is Tarek Sims and Jaden Su are real competition? Hmm.
1: I mean, he seems like the best player out of the three of them, doesn't he?
0: Yeah. Theoretically, the answer is yes. But in actual fact, Jack Bird is the best player of those three.
1: Well, it's just a matter of it's not so much like Bird's not going to lose his starting role. It's just the, the worry is he moves to lock. But even if it, that happens, he's still scoring well, isn't he?
0: Yeah, but, I mean, what's to say that it's not some sort of 70-minute Tarek Sims, Jaden Sewer hybrid where he spends 45 minutes at lock and then 20 on the edge, one on each edge or whatever? Like, you know,
1: mm. yeah, true. if they're picking
0: Jack Kaczewski, they obviously don't have a lot of trust in the guys below that, you know, your Sealy <laughs> you know, like we've seen the ceiling for Jack Kus- Jeffsky and it's, it's really, it's, it's about as high as what his name sounds like it is. And, yeah. and I just, you know, there's a big worry here from it. Mate, this dragon scene is even worse than I thought it was going to look, come around one, which is, you know, it's impressive, frankly. Um, but yeah, no, I kind of like, I want, I want to have a dig at Jack bird. Cause I think he's just going to have a crack and I like, I, I feel like I can take him up to the point where Matt Burton bottoms out and then maybe bank, like, trade the trade Bird to Burton, put a 50 to 100K in the bank in the reverse of where they're priced at the moment and right off into the sunset.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, now I'm trying to work out how to get Bird into my team. I'm going to have to get rid of Fafita.
0: Oh, mate, don't do not do that. That's Queensland mm-hmm. State of Origin hero Fafita to you, mate. I won't hear any slander on it. Mate, but. Jack Bird
1: is Brisbane Broncos legend, all right? He's,
0: yeah. So big concern with the obviously no kick meters. Uh, he he he's ceiling's Dylan Brown, um, and mm. the floor is what? Uh, I
1: don't know. Um, trying to think of a, a, a Matt Moylan, maybe a half with no ki- with no base.
0: <laughs> but if not, Matt Moylan was three fifty and wasn't laden with injuries, we'd be looking at him.
1: It wasn't isn't that last year and we weren't
0: looking at him? No, but he was laden. He was still laden with injuries.
1: Oh right, gotcha. He still didn't score well.
0: <laughs> no, it's Kieran Foran, really, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I suppose. Yeah,
0: probably a fair. Yeah, Kieran Foran, Sam Williams, someone in that m- mid thirties bracket, which you know, like, it's still fine. But I mean, it's probably our uh, you know, what he averages thirty five at three fifty, which is you know seven points of value. It's just kind of disappointing. You can get that from Ilias, you know, or Panasini, at least in centres, is a harder position, and halves is a fair few guys floating around. So, yeah, I don't know. I just, you know, I feel like a lot of people are going to have a Monet, and I just want to sort of, you know, plug in there what the concerns are because, you know, it's just not enough to say I'm concerned about this player X. You know, it was like, I think if you combined Ilias and Ammoni, you'd have a really good player. Hmm. <laughs> but it's like, our powers come blind. I am Captain <laughs> Fantasy. <laughs> it's like, you know, you know, like, yeah, they're both kind of a little bit, there's a reason why they're cheap. And I'm just, oh, I prefer, I, I kind of prefer a Mono if I'm being 100% honest. But mm, really, like, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, hmm, I don't have either of them at the moment.
1: I've got Elias, and that's it. Um, you know, Elias is going to score about seventy this week when he's uh, scoring two tries against Brisbane.
0: Oh, yeah, seventeen try assist off the boot.
1: <laughs> exactly right. Yep.
0: Yeah. To the precisely no rabbitos that I have in my team. Oh mate, okay. Jumping across to the West Tigers, the second worst team in the NRL outside the Dragons. Um, James Roberts, he's back. Two hundred forty k. We on the James Roberts train?
1: Guess who's back? <laughs>
0: 278. He's not. He's 278. What a dog oh, dog move.
1: Second time time's the a charm,
0: way. right? Oh mate, that mustache. Go into his profile and have a look at this put picture. They've done him dirty there. Oh, it's I a dead it set done. shocker.
1: Oh dear lord. Got- <laughs> he looks a bit he looks forty five <laughs> and drives a truck for a living.
0: Yeah, he looks for foot- – oh, no, mate. The truck drivers are the backbone of Australia. I won't be having any truck driver negativity on this podcast, but his, his moustache looks a little bit like the, the like, grade 10 or 11 boy that, like, refuses to shave his moustache because it's <laughs> the only facial hair that he's been able to grow. Oh, it's like the milk moustache, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, that's him. Um, but yeah, fantasy-wise, obviously, we're pretty limited in this Tigers team here. We've got e. On the edge, but Garner on the bench, which is not something that we wanted to see. Uh, we've got, you know, Sinkin obviously in the number nine, Northallumer, who's a potential option. Luke Brooks, obviously, gunkeeper half, um, and and Stefano. Do you have any Tigers in your team at the moment?
1: Uh, I've currently got Tuolagi, but not with much confidence.
0: No. All right. No. So
1: mm.
0: what's I mean? You know, just breaking this down, right? Mm. We're expecting Peachy to play... Oh, what is he going to play?
1: I was sort of thinking about 15 at hooker, 30 in the middle type of thing. Yep.
0: yep. Okay. Similar okay. to so what he was doing him, at the
1: Titans last year.
0: Let's say Peachy and Stefano play 80 minutes. but Peachy, Stefano, and Sim can play two 80-minute roles between them.
1: Mm.
0: Yep. So they got... Twal and Musgrove probably splitting. And then Offengiao and Seifarth probably splitting 80 minutes. And then you got Ghana, Luciano and Tualangi splitting 80 minutes, which is obviously not what you want. So no. what you really want is a bunch of Sam Lassonis in there that are going to only play like 15 minutes. And I see you talking about Sam Lassonis earlier, Ryan. I'm going to burst your bubble on that. But um, just a pre- precursor for our future conversation. But, mate, Jake Simpkin. Hmm. I don't know if you remember three hours ago when we had a conversation, I said we we're probably going to fight about somebody. Okay. Um, Jake, Jake Simpkin was actually the person that I was talking about.
1: Oh, what, why are we fighting about Jake
0: Simpkin? Do you like Jake Simpkin?
1: I like him projection wise. I don't think he's going to get enough weeks, unfortunately.
0: Why not? Well, just the apparently the
1: report is Jake, Jacob Little back around four to six. Is that going to be enough? But um, has, you know, what
0: has Jacob Little done to deserve a guaranteed spot in this Tigers team? Mate,
1: we talk about the bloody Tigers and Madge every year. What happens when you trust Madge? He's going
0: Madge? to be tied by round four, mate. Don't worry about it.
1: Do you have Jake Simkin in your team at the moment? Right now, I do. Okay. I mean, I to be honest, I had him in my team about 20 minutes ago and then I took him out. Um, yeah, because
0: <laughs> you're trying to fit Jack Bird in your dog. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I just, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's just no other hookers I like. So that's the reason I would end up with Jake Simpkin. Um, like I've pretty yeah. much landed on that. I'm either going with, like, obviously everyone's got Randall. I'm either going with Grant Simpkin or no hooker cover. Like that's basically what I've decided on. Um, yep. I got I and... got all
0: three of those guys. Oh, wow.
1: You're going heavy on the hookers.
0: Yeah. Mate, It's the brothel strat.
1: It's oh, back. <laughs> the brothel strat is back.
0: It's going to be a lie by the end of the year, mate.
1: Get McCulloch prediction.
0: in your team. <laughs> Don't talk to me about McCulloch. I'm gonna yeet him straight to the moon. <laughs> but just like Simkin, I think 65 minutes is a very realistic projection for him. 60 yeah, to I, agree. I agree. And I think that's probably, you know, 42 to 45 points. And I mean priced at 32, and that's 10 to 13 points of value. I think. You know, he's got a fair bit of upside there. Obviously, he had one game against the Dragons where he didn't score particularly well, but everything else was pretty good. I mean, he's got a, you know, 40 and 69 minutes there, like, which is great. 54 and 48 minutes, sorry, 48 and 54 minutes. I think the Tigers actually have a fairly decent draw to start the year. And I think he's one of the players who's got a role. I mean, in the bracket price of, you know he's within seventy k or so of Bullymore, but I think the competition for Simpkin is a lot weaker than the competition for Bullymore. I mean, just beating out Jacob Little, who's a twenty mid twenty year old. You know he's been you know he's the Luke Brooks of hookers in a way. Um, yeah, you know, he's, he's been living off potential for the last seven years. And I think Simpkin, obviously, he's got some stuff there. I mean, they obviously, they're going to have RB coming in next year, which is the worry because they might just go, oh, we don't care about potential. We just want the best option for us right now. And Little's been there all year, which is obviously the worry. But I don't know. I, I've got to work out what I'm going to do with the 230K that's sitting in my bank at the moment now that I've sold Tedesco for Hammersay. Thank you very much, Ryan. And I'm just <laughs> trying to work out exactly Mate. what the best way to spend that money is. And I don't know if it's Simpkin to Tomalolo if that's 15 points. I don't know if it is.
1: I've got to say, mate, I'm, I'm really proud of you, Hey, Like, how, at, um, you know, how much more favourable you've become in terms of taking a risk because, like, I, I'm, this is going to um, segue into a little bit of a story time here. So this is what, like, sort of triggered me, the moment in my life, the uh, moment in my fantasy life that triggered me to become more favourable to taking risks. Um, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know if it was a long time ago, 2018, right? If you cast your yep. mind back to 2018, okay. we were there was a time in in round six, um, Gold Coast Titans hooker Nathan Pete, gets injured. Round seven, Mitch Rain gets named to start. Right? Um yep, I remember. Now, it, I now, was sitting
0: at the beach hut up in Townsville.
1: You remember it well. Um, yeah. So and and the prognosis was that Peets was only going to be out for about. Four weeks, right? So we are only going to get four mm-hmm. weeks of Mitch Rain, and like me, yeah. I remember me and you, we were both like, oh, "It's probably not going to be enough." But our our mate Tyson, who we've referenced, who doesn't give a shit, he doesn't really follow it that closely. He's like, nah, I'm buying Mitch Rain," and what happens? Mitch Rain ends up averaging about fifty eight over the course of those four weeks, mates two hundred k. So. Mate, I'm, I'm. I really like that you're uh, taking the pump with Simkin. I, I'm, Mate, uh,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I've just, I've just resolved myself a little bit to trying to stick with my gut feels a little bit and trying to, mm. trying to look for those upside plays, particularly early in the year. And there was actually something uh, that that our good friend of the show, Super Coach Whisperer, actually tweeted out a couple of weeks ago. He said the best time to take a risk on a player is in your starting team. And the reason yeah. for that is it only takes one trade to get rid of them instead of one trade ringing them in and one trade getting them out. That's a really
1: good philosophy. I like that.
0: So the cost of that trade is half because you know, you know. It, let's say I make it. I I, I pick Simkin. You know, let's say he puts up a a thirty five and you know breaks his kneecap between week one and week two, but simultaneously. You know, Ben Hunt goes down with a season-ending injury in the same week. Yeah. You know, I can fix that trade and go straight from Simpkin to Amone. You know, and it only cost me one trade, and I've I've now got a guy who might even be a season-long keeper. You know, versus, you know, like you know, or something like that. Whereas, yeah. you know, like if you, you know, like what we did with Starling last year, where we, you know, he was a guy. You know, he, you we're know, still looking up. So I'd trade one in. You know, he plays one game, gets absolutely steamrolled by Nelson Sofa solomona and hurts his ankle and then he's cooked for the rest of the season, you know, and then we've got to trade him out again. You know, that costs you two trades to make that and instead of trying to, you know, instead of making it up elsewhere, like like just 100K, you've got to make up 200K because you've wasted two trades there. So, I mean, it is it is in a way. And that's where, like, guys like Billy Smith, you know, I don't know that he's definitely going to be in the job the whole time, but I know he's got the upside there. so same thing. Like, I've got a feel – like, Hamaso could average 38 or 55, and I don't know which one it is.
1: Mm.
0: And the Cowboys have a really soft draw. Um, you know, if he, if the Cowboys play well, Hamaso will score fantasy points because that's just the way he's built as a player. Um, you know, I trust Hamaso at fullback a lot more than I trust Loomer on the wing, which is something that I've come to the realisation of in the last, you know, 72 hours. But, you know, stuff like that where, you know, you you got a guy like that, like Billy Walters, same thing, you know. Like if if I'm – you know, if we – like let's say it's Albert Kelly and Adam Reynolds, you know, week two, you know, Billy Walters is in your team, you just hang on to him for a little bit and just wait and see what happens, you know. But it only costs you the one trade to get rid of him and go across to another cash cow. Whereas, you know, if he he misses it, you miss – Two price rises, and then he, you know, he gets he gets the job in week three when Adam Reynolds comes back or whatever. It's not Albert Kelly, and he's got two the first two weeks, and he's now at three hundred and ten k. You've wasted seventy, and then you have got to trade him in and then trade him back out again. You know, you're much better off just going with the high upside risky options pre week one, and then yep. fixing your your mess ups between week one and week two.
1: Mate, that is honestly that's excellent advice. Uh, you, I just feel like I've listened to a masterclass.
0: Mate, well, I should have put that in the game theory.
1: Yeah, perfect for next year's game
0: theory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. So shout out to the Super Coach Whisperer for making me think about that because he's done a good job. Um, all right, I'm just supposed to be talking about the team they're playing against, West Tigers. <laughs> um, yeah, mate. Okay, so mate, uh, uh, we're going we're going into the two hour realm here. Stefano, do we trust Stefano? Fifty minutes is that enough? No, it's not enough, is it?
1: no I think it it cool. harkens back to what I said in my infocus article all those months ago now. um yeah. I just don't think he's going to get enough minutes in this pack
0: straight in the bin all right, cool, and Tulongi uh question marks if you you know I mean if you're looking for a player in that price bracket, he's the best one
1: yeah well this is this is the guy he's I, was, the I, was, central, I was I think this is the guy I was going to ask you about like who do you who would you trust more tolargi or bully more yeah. Yeah, I tend to agree. Save the 20K. At least, you know, yeah, I don't know. At least, at least you know, Does like there's no Does that make you one... feel
0: confident with the the rapidity that I answered that question?
1: <laughs> it does you're filling me with lots of confidence tonight? I think we're uh, really Matt, shifting each other's well, teams.
0: It's well, it's because I haven't stuffed it up yet because we've got we've got no evidence that I'm that I'm a dud and I don't know what I'm talking about <laughs> for this year yet. So no, I mean, know, we've got come, a few years of evidence. <laughs> yeah, come round four and we've got a bunch of zacchini's on the plate, and you know everyone's giving it to me, and we'll you know we'll see what happens. But for now, I think we're looking alright. So, mate, going across the storm, Ryan Pappenhausen, guys, victory lap once again. Can I tell you the Instagram private messages worrying about Ryan Pappenhausen were just absolutely out of control and I love everyone that messages us on Facebook Instagram Twitter um if, can we get some private messages on TikTok I don't actually have our TikTok Ryan do we get any private messages on TikTok can you make uh, some we, more TikToks
1: yeah no, I, can't, I can't. can I can
0: we actually actually had please? a I, I had someone
1: tag us in a, a um a TikTok from last year when we were talking about Turbo preseason and how we think he's, he was going to have a huge year. He's like, guys, you predicted the future. Wow.
0: Yeah, <laughs> mate. Yeah, that's what we do. Don't worry about it. We're all over it. The amateurs. We know what's up. Yeah. We're actually time yeah. travelers like The Simpsons. I'm
1: going to make a, uh, I'll make a TikTok of you raving about Selwyn Combo not playing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can you make a, a TikTok of me complaining about the dragons with highlights from the charity Shield?
1: yeah that'd be great just them scoring a bunch of tries
0: (laughs) yeah no i think that'd be really good yeah good stuff no anyway melbourne storm mate ryan pappenhausen is in week one no 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 worries here um i can't help but want to tip the tigers in this one but i uh, looking at this team it's not as bad as what i thought it was going to be and i think i'm probably going to end up tipping the storm anyway What's the go with Tyron Wishart and Jaden Nicarima being in the team? I have to imagine one of those guys is going to drop out. We're going to get Jack Howarth. Yeah, that's,
1: it's really strange to see both of them there, isn't it? This is nah, classic Bellamy, nah, though, isn't it? Mate,
0: Jack Howarth is going to be a late addition to the team, mm. 100%. Interesting, okay. Or it'll be Tyron Wishart starting nine, Brandon Smith to 13, Josh King to the bench, and Nicarima bench utility. And it's the same seventeen, but just in a different order.
1: Yeah, quite likely. It's classic Bellamy, isn't it?
0: Yeah, no, that'll be it. Actually, that'll be it. I just think they like they hide these guys. Like Howarth, obviously, he's got this big contract in the offseason. Um, I just I cannot wait, and I'm going to hook this straight into my veins. All these people selling Jack Howarth prior to round one, and then he actually gets named with an hour to go on the team list. He gets promoted to a. Like the starting edge or bench or something like that, and all these people are screaming about. And he plays like 15 minutes, scores a try, gets like 35, and all these people like trading him in between week one and week two, and then he's not named. And it's just going to be, it's going to be great stuff. I'm really excited for it, but (laughs) I just think it's going to be the funniest thing. And I I can see it, I can see it a mile away. I know exactly what's going to happen. I can see the future, and it's yeah, it's going to be fun stuff. But Nick Meany at six is a bit fun, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's interesting. It's uh, again, it's just classic Bellamy, just sticking these random blokes in the yeah. halves. He, he does it every year when there's when it he doesn't matter, him, does yeah. it? No, it doesn't. Remember when Tohu Harris was playing five eight like a, like a couple of years ago for Melbourne?
0: Yeah, is it going? Is this going to be the year finally that Craig Bellamy loses in round one?
1: Oh, geez, I, I don't think so. But if it's going to happen any year, it'd be this year where he's missing. It's got to be Munster. this this
0: game, doesn't it? Surely.
1: Yeah, no Munster, no Grant.
0: Is that all they're missing?
1: Oh, I think they're missing a couple of middles as well, aren't
0: they? Oh, Eisenhuth and Chris Lewis. Do they count?
1: Mm. Uh, Not really. I I guess Cooper Johns.
0: Jordan (laughs) Grant. Cooper Johns is a net positive to this team. If he's out. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. I'm, I, I, the reason why I'm asking, I'm in this tipping comp and I really want to tip the Tigers because um, I know a couple of people have got the Storm as their team that they must tip every week, and I just Ooh. think that would be a really nice leg up. But also if I stuff it up, it just feels like a one like, oh, this guy's you know hero plays tipping the Tigers against the Storm in week one. <laughs> the Tigers actually got right against the Storm, though. I remember a couple of years ago they were only like 8-6 or whatever they – Now, they're a Luke Brooks field goal away from from winning. Um, Matt, I do want to ask you, though. So, obviously, Pappenhausen, we got locked into our team. Christian Welch, are you on the Christian Welch train or are you not on the Christian Welch train?
1: Uh, I don't have him currently. Um,
0: That doesn't mean you're not on the train. No, I think
1: he can go well this year. I I just don't know if there's enough value to really entice me to start um, with him. Sounds but... like a
0: classic Ryan fence sit, mate. Uh, it's I mean, I think he can average low 50s. I just don't think that's <laughs> enough to, uh, to okay. start with. So you're not on the Christian Miles train?
1: I'm right? not on the train, no.
0: No, you're not supportive of his decision be- to be made captain, and you wanted it to be Ryan Pappenhausen.
1: Identity theft is not a joke, Mark. He looks like me, alright? <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's a cross between you and um, What's the guy who plays Thor? What's in it, Chris Hemsworth?
1: What Chris Hemsworth?
0: <laughs> yeah, seriously, guys. Good I don't blokes. know if you know this. Ryan is one of the best-looking blokes on the planet. I don't know if you've actually bothered to click on his profile picture. He's about six foot nine. Yeah, he looks exactly like Chris Hemsworth, but more muscular. You know,
1: I'm no, I'm he's,
0: no. He's taken heart. though. He's taken though. So sorry. Anyone that's interested, he's he's got a lovely girlfriend. Sorry, lads. So ne- next time. That's all right. All right. Parramatta up against the Titans. Why are we going out to Sunday morning? Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, Sean Russell, obviously, he's on the wing. Uh, Outside of that, it's all pretty as expected. Obviously, I... Uh, famously suspected that Jake Arthur was going to be on the bench here, but uh, not not going to victory lap that one. Uh, But, um, I mean, what does that mean for the Eels in terms of fantasy relevance? I really like Junior Paulo. I think this, this middle is pretty flaccid, for lack of a better word, and I think the Junior Paulo 55 to 60 minutes could be on here. Hmm,
1: interesting. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I know what? their bench is really lacking, isn't it? It's got no one that really plays big minutes. I, 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 no. I'm tipping um, Madison's probably going to play some big minutes um, mm-hmm. at that lock roll. Um yep. Yeah, I, I currently don't have any Eels in my side, but... Um,
0: if you were going to have one, would it be Penasini or Polo?
1: Probably Polo, just because of how many bloody centers there are. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I, I guess those are the two I would consider would be Penasini and Paulo. I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I mean, we spoke about this last time. I, I'm just not sure if 2020 is, uh, if we're going to see Junior Paulo 2020 or if 2020 was the outlier and, um, you know, he's a mm-hmm. big scorer. Mate, where's the faith? <laughs> You're all about the faith, mate.
0: What's the worst case scenario here, really? You start with Paulo, he sucks, and then we find out that Arrow is really good. Trade to him, Stefano, same thing. Well, trade to him.
1: Yeah, I mean the worst case. Although he's got the value. most
0: upside of all of all the story of all of all of that price bracket, I think. Yeah. That's a
1: fair fair thing to say, I think.
0: Yeah. Damn right it is. It's <laughs> the year of the risk. It's Mark's year. I'm coming. I'm coming <laughs> for you guys. Oh, yeah. Sean Russell, I think he's gonna be high twenties. I'm not really interested. Um, yeah, me either. No. Gold Coast Titans. Toby Sexton. Future yep, uh, number one halfback in the NRL, Nathan Hu. Um, Aaron Clark, David Vafida is the only other two that I'm really interested in. Firm, or I can take or leave him with Proctor sitting on the bench, if I'm being honest.
1: What about um, old Mo Waker there with this bench?
0: Um, is he going to see an up- uptick in minutes at all? I'd be more inclined to place uh, my chips on Mo Yaki right. playing in extra minutes.
1: Yeah.
0: Hmm. I just think Tino's just going to play like a a buttload of minutes.
1: Yeah, that's probably right, isn't it? Probably like sixty-five. And,
0: you know, they'll probably have some sort of Aaron Clark, Will Smith on the field at the same time with Clark and Locke shenanigans. I reckon.
1: Yeah. Um, how do you Is Aaron Clark? Be... How many minutes do you think he's going to play? Do you think he's going to play the full game? Sixty-five. Sixty-five. You reckon? What's he priced at? Thirty-ish. Yeah.
0: Sort of ten. Maybe 10 at lock and or, – or 5, 10 at lock and, um, you know, 50,
1: 55 at hooker. Mm. I mean, his PPM historically isn't great at hooker, is it? No.
0: Uh, but his job security is a lot better than Simpkins. Yeah,
1: that is true. That is a good point. Um,
0: Even if he's mm. a bit of a slow burn and he averages 40, um, he's mm. – only totally. a bit of shit, isn't it? Yeah. Come back to I mean, me on that. I don't know. Just have a think well, about it, mate. I, I just, you know, well, I'm just well, asking the question.
1: He played, he started six games at Hooker last year, played 65 and a half minutes average, just under 38. So,
0: No, that's done. All right, put him in yeah. there. All right, thank you. Thank you. That's all I needed to hear. Good job. <laughs> you took me out of him. Stop smokescreen us, Clinton. See, he's got me thinking about it. He's in the he's in the Cash League chat earlier talking about Aaron Clark and see he's got me he's got he's in my head. Although
1: although 2020, he played uh five games at hooker for fifty minutes and averaged thirty eight as well. So if you think that yeah. PPM is gonna go back to twenty twenty ish, then maybe. Mm, no, I like Jake Simpkin better. Yeah, good good call. He's he's more fun to watch.
0: Yeah. And I mean Tanner Boyd. Tanner Boyd, I um, think he's a bit hard up to be missing out as well. They don't really have a good hooker this Titans team. I think that's going to be their downfall. Is they've got a bunch of not really great hooker options, and yeah. you know their depth is pretty like any any team where Patrick Herbert is the unchallenged starting center is is going to um <laughs> you know I I wonder if we're overrating the Titans here.
1: Uh, everyone in their bloody dog overrated the Titans last year. Like there were people picking the yeah. Titans for the top four last year.
0: Is this Titans team materially better than the Titans team from last year?
1: I don't think so. I think they've taken a step back. Um, I, I think no. future. I think future-wise, this team can be, definitely be better. But like their spine is very inexperienced. Um, there's not much first-grade mm-hmm. experience in this spine. Um, yeah. I don't think they're going to be much worse than last year. Um, you know, because they, they they finished like seventh, but they weren't. Super impressive. Um, oh, I think they're going to be around that range again, like seven to tenth.
0: Yeah, oh, maybe, maybe lower.
1: Maybe I, I couldn't you gotta say make are range for Cowboys in the eight, mate. That's a good point. Yeah, they're they are, they're knocking um, Parrot out because they're not making the eight, are they, Mark?
0: Yeah. No. Yeah. True. Yeah. <laughs> Don't talk to me about our hot takes episode, mate. It's it's not hot take time. It's regular time now.
1: This is a regular mark.
0: This It's a regular mark. He's, he's <laughs> a bad man. I'll take Mark. Um, but, yeah, Toby Sexton, don't overthink that one. Just plug him into your team and see what happens. Ryan, we've come yes. to the the time of the night where we get to talk about the Bulldogs, which is fantastic. I'm going <laughs> to save the best for last. Um, mate, uh, Braden Burns has been named, and mm. I, I didn't think I was going to be faced with this question. <laughs> I, I just, I'd given up hope. Um, I think he's is. Are we just you know we're just going to take the cheapy centers and, I mean, is there a material difference between Braden Burns and Will Pennacini? Probably not.
1: Yeah, I just think he's too uh, too overpriced now, playing in a, a worse team than what he was normally playing in, like in some of those really good South sides. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I just don't think there's enough upside there to 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 justify. Like he could be a uh, you know mm. in in that. Mid forties if he really fires, but I just, I just don't think it's worth the risk.
0: No, I agree, mate. I've got a couple of players, and I just want a one word answer for you from you All on right. this. Mm-hmm. Max King, buy. Tavita Pangoi Junior, suspended. <laughs> buy or trap? Uh, who Pangoi? Yeah.
1: Um, a very, very weak, tentative buy.
0: Okay, is he in your team at the moment? No, he's not. All right. So why are you trying to lead the loyal amateurs listeners astray? I I don't. I don't think he's
1: a trap. (laughs) I don't think he's. I I wouldn't recommend you know many people to buy him, but I don't think he's a trap.
0: Are you trying to give him the double bluff? Because you know he's going to be suspended far for half of the year. Is that what's going on?
1: No, don't buy him because I know he's going to average 60. Shh. All right. <laughs>
0: no. No, I probably got him like 57, I think, is, is yeah. where I got him. And I had him in the 60s early in the preseason, but I think I've tempered my expectations back down. Mm. Uh, yeah. And Matt Batten's the last one. Uh, dud. Trap. <laughs> Ryan... Matt Burton equals trap. That's what I'm going to name the episode this week. All right. Don't buy Bulldogs is the moral Except of the story Max outside King. Max King. Yeah, yeah love like Max it. King. Good boy. All right. Cowboys juggernaut, mate. Undefeated 2021, winners of the preseason, Cowboys juggernaut. They have yeah. named the team that I wanted them to name. Uh, you know, Incredible. mate, there's no excuses here. I love it. But, I mean, that Tom Dearden's won the race to the to the 5-8 jersey, which is a surprise to me, um, but I'm not upset about it. Uh, I think uh, I, either what's going to happen here is it's going hap- to work or Drinkwater is going to come in and, and YOLO it up. But I, I, I think early in the season I'm pretty happy with Deirdre, And if I'm being honest. I think there's enough spark around that we don't necessarily need to have Scott Drinkwater in the team. Obviously, I think it's probably good news for so. Um, all up. And, I mean, uh, T- J- Jermaine Tonor brown named at starting prop with Tomalolo at 13, Cotter on the bench. It's probably bad news for everybody in the forward pack that isn't an edge back roller in terms of minutes. Um, I mean, Tonor brown is somebody that I had to look at for a quick little, you know, second because obviously he's quite cheap, but I think I'm probably going to stay away from him. But, mate, do you have any Cowboys at the moment?
1: I've got Nanai and I've got Tom
0: Alolo. Okay. I was wondering who your mids were because you've been sort of anti every single mid that I've spoken about in this whole episode. So I was wondering who it was. So that, that gives me my answer. Yep. Um, what's your expectations for Tom Lolo this year?
1: Oh, Look, I, I think he can return to his best. If he's playing 60 minutes, I'd expect him to average at least 55 um, in my mind. Mm-hmm. Like if we're returning to – if. Uh, you know, the, the narrative we have in our head is correct, that we're sort of returning to a more 2020-style game rather than a 2021-style game. Um, you know, obviously, his 20... Tamalolis 2021 was really down, and, you know, he was hamstrung by mm-hmm. bloody a lot of broken hands. He bloody punching walls every chance he got. Um, it was a down I year for him. Was,
0: I was in that Cowboys team as well.
1: <laughs> um, look, it was a down year for him. Oh, I, I think it's an outlier. Um, you know, like his what, 2019 and 2020 was spectacular. His 2017 was spectacular. Um, he had a down year in 2018. Um, I'm, I'm sort of thinking that's what 2021 was as well. It was a down year and I think yep. he can bounce back. And if he's playing 60 minutes, um, you know, geez, he could, he could really fire this year. Like I, I sort of think 55 is is um, around the floor. Um, and if he's playing 60 to 65, you know, he could, you know, average 60.
0: Okay. That's a big goal. That's more, more than me. So... Uh, uh, yeah, I would say fifty three to fifty five is what I'm expecting this year. Um, yeah, I just yeah, I, I like I mean, but I I don't have Tomaloli because I see a similar scoring potential out of Paulo for seventy k less um, at the moment. But I mean, it's not to say that I wouldn't get him. It's just that I don't have him at, right at this second. But I mean, obviously, I do like him. And if you don't trust Paulo, Arrow, Christian Welch, Stefano. Then you know Tom Malolo is somebody who worst case scenario is going to score fifty because we saw that last year in that shit show of a season yeah. he still managed to average fifty. So yeah, exactly scenario, like, hold value.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Like uh, the absolute worst case, other than injury, is that he holds value and I'm still getting a fifty point scorer each week, which is you know still solid. It's not what I'd, I'd yeah. want. But no it's state solid of origin
0: and- plays the round thirteen by.
1: Spot on, yeah. And, you know, I'm expecting around a 55 average, but I think he's got upside to hit 60s if he's getting the minutes.
0: No, I like it. Mate, say Yeah, your boy. Yeah, you're worried about the base stats? Is that your problem?
1: Yeah, I just, that's you're, just you're my skinny
0: thing. That's, that's your issue. you worried about the BMI?
1: <laughs> I like him bulky, mate. No, um, well, I mean, like <laughs> we've Big spoken about, cheese. like... Yep. <laughs> We've spoken about all bloody preseason is that we expect you know, fullback scoring to go back a little bit. And I just I think mm-hmm. Hammer sort of suited the game more last year than he does this year. That's just my yep. my gut feeling. Um, yeah, I, I know you're really high on him. But,
0: uh, just, I don't know if I'd say really high. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm well, definitely – I, I, I like him.
1: Yeah. Like I could see a world where he's averaging 45. I just – I don't know if I could get him over 50.
0: All right. You've upset me, Ryan. No, I mean,
1: 45 still seven points of value, mate. That's still solid. Okay. I'm upset.
0: <laughs> I'm upset. Maybe I'll just shuffle them around. I'll just put Crichton in my wing fullback. See, now I don't have any cover. Why are you doing this to me? Okay, never mind. We're coming back to it. Come back to it. Well, I'll put Tedesco back in. Who knows? Um, and then, obviously, Lukey, obviously the other one, three hundred and fifty k. I'm a big fan of him. I think he's going to be a high thirties, late forties, average. Plug him in if he suits your team. Um, I don't think I'd go so far as to call him a must. Put him in the same bracket as Pennicini and you know. Those Wait, sorts did of you? Guys,
1: I think. Did you mean Nani? You said Lukey.
0: Nani, that that one. No, no, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, you can have Lukey as well. I think Lukey's a 45 average player this year. I, I think he's going to um, have some good attacking plays. But, I mean, his he's, he's problem is, you know, I think out of the two of them, Lukey's going to be one that ends up getting the sub. Um, yeah. Just because of the style of player they are, which makes me sort of trust Nanai a little bit more, even if he's less explosive. He's kind of more the ball player putting guys through holes and the guy running through the holes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's... So- that tends to be my thoughts as well. I, I think out mm. of the two, I think Nanai is more likely to play eighty, which is why I'm leaning towards him. Because like I know yeah. there's a lot of questions over, you know, Mitch Dunn, Tom Gilbert. I think Mitch Dunn, like you say, is going to be a middle player. Um, yeah. Tom Gilbert is one that interest, like is is interesting because he, he did play on the edge for a bit in that last trial. Yeah. Because um, Nani was ruled out, and and he was pretty good. Mm. Like he was uh, pretty good on that edge. Um, he is yeah. someone I could see splitting time between edge and middle.
0: Yeah. The the thing is like. When Chad Townsend had the interview with Talking League, he said about Tom Gilbert, it's good to have those guys on the bench that play in the middle but can cover the edge with injury or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's what he said. So, I mean, but this team with Cotter on the bench and no Granville makes me worried that they're not going to play 80 on the edge. Yeah. You know, because they do, particularly if Tom Lola is going to play minutes. Like every single player in this Cowboys forward rotation can play 50 plus minutes comfortably. Mm. So, you know, that, that is the concern. Um, and I'm, I wouldn't, I I wouldn't sit here and argue with anyone if they told me they didn't trust Nana to play 80 minutes every week. I wouldn't argue with you. Mm. So, yeah. Yep. Anyway. So basically long story short plug, uh, I don't care if you have any Cowboys actually really, um, You can have tamalolo, you can have Nano, no, you can have hammer if you want. I'm not going to argue with you if you don't want any of them. How's that? Is that good?
1: Yeah. Good analysis. Very good analysis.
0: <laughs> Strong. All right. Mate, let's move in to the listener questions brought to us by Punt Club. So, yes. Ryan, obviously our Punter's Club uh members obviously they've experienced the uh the might and wisdom of the Punter's Club and they've you know seen us get on nice and early to this Manly to beat uh, Penrith bet today, um, which you've you know jumped on, which is you know fantastic. Obviously, that's why you're the captain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously, so if there's still time to join the punters club, basically, uh, it's designed for people who like to gamble but are lazy. Uh, that is the uh, if you want us to do all the work for you, just put in some money, twenty bucks up to maximum of a thousand. Gamble responsibility. Obviously, only use money that you are prepared to, you know, play with and, you know, just make sure it's, uh, you know, very responsible what you're doing. But obviously you just buy shares, uh, one share is $20, and then um, obviously we'll gamble or, or place bets through the, through the year. And then at the end of the season, uh, you will, all, all things go according to plan, get a, a portion of the remaining uh, fund based on uh, how many shares you own compared to the total amount of shares sold.
1: Yeah. And like, you know, even if you only want to buy in for 20 bucks, you know, that's less than a dollar around. And the the beauty is you get to buy, you get to buy into the experience of either, you know, if we're going really well, you get to enjoy that and ride along with us. And if you're not, we know your favorite thing is to stick the boot into us. Imagine getting to stick the boot into me every single week because, you know, I've lost you 20 bucks, you know, like that's, you know, it's it's just beautiful. But, you know, that's not the plan. We're going to find as much value as we can. But at the end of the day, it's a bit of fun. Um. You know, yeah. like even if even if we double our money um and you've bought in for twenty bucks, you know, you are only getting forty back. So you're not you're not getting rich, but it's a bit of fun and um yeah, yep. it, it should be good. It's to just play another it. way
0: you can be involved in the amateurs community, I think. The big thing for us with all this sort of stuff is is we just want to get you guys interacting with us. Um, ideally not at three o'clock in the morning and ideally not when we're trying to finish off paperwork while the team lists are coming out at work. But I mean, guys, we, yeah, we, we love, we love you all. We, you know, we want to interact with you. And obviously this is a good way that we could get you something that was, you know, uh, interesting to the average Amateur follower, hopefully, um, and um, you know, obviously, support a great thing. And I mean, the charity bet something that we've sort of, we've kind of glossed over. I haven't really spoken that much about. So, you know, fifty bucks a week. So I don't know what that works out to be about twelve hundred dollars that Punk club's going to put towards uh, gambling for charity. And I, I, Matt Ryan, I've, I've got a pretty. I don't know, We haven't really spoken about this, but I kind of want to. I want to swing for the fences a little bit on it.
1: Yeah, I think so, don't we? We've got to try and like hit the big one with with, uh, yeah, we'll with the see charity. The yeah. Charity bonus. Maybe but, it's a
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's a couple of couple of first try scores every week or something like that. Yeah, we'll maybe, we'll see maybe the we old multi uh, as well. Yeah, yeah we'll see. We can't 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 get but it moving, and obviously we'll get a, a great charity to donate the the prize pool at the end too. So hmm. yeah, let's. Um, uh,
1: yeah, and plenty of time to still right. sign up as well. So sign ups close um, at the start of round two. So even if you you're not sure, you want to see how we go this week, you've got till round two. Yep. So
0: well. Yep. No good stuff. All right. And obviously the the. There's a there's a decent sort of chunk of a pool there. It's about what, seven thousand something. Yeah, um, it's uh, getting so, close to eight grand now. Yeah, surprisingly, people trust us with their money. Oh, I mean, I'm not surprised, but you know, <laughs> first, trust first us with their fantasy jump, teams. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, so, they trust you anyway, uh, mate. All right, let's jump into some listener questions here. Um, let's do it. All right. Morgan Jones wants to know if it's Adam Finua Blake and Mitchell Moses, or if it's Jerome Hughes and Stefano. Oh,
1: I, I mean, if we if that's the options, I'd be I'd probably be taking Hughes and Stefano. I think.
0: Yeah, I, my option is option C. Um, I'd Finale be going Blake for like. And... No, I'd be going for like Sexton and Tomilolo, and use the money elsewhere.
1: Yeah, that that would be uh, my suggestion as well.
0: Yeah, sex and Tomalolo, or yeah, something, something like that, and and, and shift it from there. Non-Cleary strategy. How are we going to get him back? We're not because he's a dud, Charles.
1: <laughs> Who needs Cleary? He would all Mark, a the whole year without him.
0: Yeah, mate, he's uh, he's not essential at all. No, so mate, just just roll with it. Just see how it comes, mate. we we're just the focus right now is make as much cash as possible, and we'll worry about things in the future. That can be Mark and future Mark and future Ryan's problem, I reckon.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I'm of the opinion that Cleary's going to go backwards in price. Like, I still think he's going to be the top yeah. scorer in the game, but, I, like, I could yeah. definitely see him in the 900s, probably losing about 100,000.
0: Yeah, 100%. I agree. Uh, do we think Josh King has any chance to hold under the 13 when Grant returns? No.
1: Yeah, no. Nah, Brandon Smith will go into that 13. Um, he'll probably be on the bench, though, you'd think?
0: Yeah. I just don't mm. know if he's going to have the minutes. I think at that yeah. point, just go down to a Max King or a... A, uh, a Leo Thompson and, and use the 100K to 80K elsewhere. What do you reckon?
1: Yeah. No, I, t- I tend to agree. Um, but, I mean, geez, it's – because, I mean, you're definitely going to – oh, God, you're not even guaranteed to get a good score out of him this week. It's every chance that he no, plays not. bloody half an hour. Wishart goes to hooker and Brandon Smith goes to lock.
0: Mate, he, he absolutely could get moved to the bench in an hour before the team, before the yeah, game. Yeah,
1: for sure. 100 For sure. Yep. Can't trust Bellamy. That's
0: Jake. Jason Bramley, thanks for the question, mate. But, yeah, no, I reckon redistribute the 100K somewhere else. Uh, Jacob Blank wants to know, do we start with Teddy? Uh, If you like to, mate, love it.
1: Yeah, I don't think there's much value with Teddy. Um, Like, there could be a couple points there, but the the thing is that there's just so many – like, there's just such a lack of good wing fullback options. So that's the reason you'd start with him, and I may still do it. Marks may still do it, so wouldn't talk you out of him. Yeah,
0: yeah, no. Uh, Jack Cooler Brackets wants to know uh, thoughts on Nano with the bench lineup. up um, Obviously, we've just spoken about that. You've heard the concerns. You can start with him or you cannot start with him. We're not going to push you in either direction.
1: Yeah, I've I still got him currently, but, yeah, there's definitely a little bit of worry. I, I think you. I think there's value there, but I, I understand if you were nervous and wanted to jump off.
0: Yep. Uh, Aiken or Bird, only have room for one.
1: Oh, I'm going Aiken.
0: Yeah, me too. Who's the best? Oh, that's uh, Mark Remraf. Good name, Mark. Good job. Um, Rich, Re- Rich Martin wants to know the best replacement for Cleary, or do we hold him?
1: Oh no, you cannot. Do not hold him. No, do not hold him. No, like it's
0: bloody way.
1: It's how long is a piece of string? They said at least three weeks. What happens if he's out for bloody five weeks? Are you, are you still gonna, you know? Be glad you held him then. Like you, just think about how much money. Nothing will really stop these
0: Cleary truthers from wasting their money in twenty twenty two. Let me tell you, but no, <laughs> you don't get Toby Sexton in. Use the five hundred and fifty thousand dollars another way, mm-hmm. and um, and yeah, go from there. I reckon
1: is the way to go. Like I'm running Sexton and Schneider, and I'm expecting at least a hundred points a game. You know from those two.
0: Yeah, I agree. Anthony wants to know. Anthony Cash Man. That's, uh, that's, a, that's a good name for this. He wants to know, how do we join the punters' club?
1: Yes. Um, well, I'm, where are the links? Our links is on our uh, profile. Mark, you, you run the, yeah. the
0: social pages. Mate, there, mate, there is about 3,000 different times that I've posted the bloody link to this thing. So just <laughs> jump on the socials here. I think I've got it pinned to the top of the page on the Facebook group. Yep, it's the uh, one, two, third one across on the pin post. Um, there's a link here, but I'm just going to pull it up for you and read it out to you because I'm that sort of guy. So it's uh, join.puntclub.com backslash nrl-fantasyamateurs-punt-club. But, yeah, you can jump on the uh, Fantasy Amateurs Facebook group, Twitter, uh, and there should be a, a pretty clear pinned and, post.
1: Yeah, just just uh, join the club, create an account, um, and you just need a Ladbrokes account as well. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Lab breaks account, that's, uh, yeah, easy peasy, lemon squeezy, I reckon, for that one. Um, now, uh, I think that's all the Facebook questions, but then there's a separate load on Instagram. So are we still keen on Katoa and Tuolangi, and do we want Tual- Tamalolo or Welch?
1: Um, the second question I'll start with, uh, Tamalolo would be my clear pick over Welch, I think. Um, I think he's got yeah. more upside than Welch. Um, mm-hmm. And Tuolangi and Katoa... Oh, uh, if I had to pick one, I'd probably take you just because he's you know what, 130k cheaper. Um, there's definite concerns with Katoa. I think he's, I think he's only going to be about a 60 to 65 minute player, um, which would still, like I said, enough. There's still value there. Just, I, I just don't think there's going to be enough.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Um, yeah, it, as much as it pains me, and I really like Qatar, and I could absolutely be wrong about it. Uh, but, yeah, so obviously, yeah, I think uh, to a Lungy, I'm fine with taking a risk on at 310, not so keen on Qatar at 430 now, given the, the bench. So uh, best mid-range options in the middle forward with TLT not being kind to Arrow, Kurt Mann. Mm,
1: yeah, he, he looks the standout. Um, yeah, Kurt Mann, get him in your team.
0: Kurt Man Jr. Paulo is my second option, or I mean, you yep. could still roll with Arrow. He might still be good. You know, like we say, if there's a time to take a risk, it's before week one. So, I uh, uh, just is- want to hear your, th- you go. I was just going to ask, when when do they get
1: their dual position?
0: Is it normally tomorrow? <sighs> tomorrow morning. Yeah, cool. Yeah, Uh just want to hear your thoughts if it's worthwhile or not. Cleary to Sexton and Pereira to Trell. Oh yes. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I actually yeah. love it. Um, if you can squeeze Teddy in for that extra 20K and get the guy who's actually playing in week one, I'd, I'd probably do that. But failing that, I think, um, you know, if you've got week one cover, it's fine.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just whether or not you're comfortable sitting with a red dot for week one. But I, I do really like Troll this year.
0: Yeah. No, that's fine. I think between Pappenhouse and Hines, um, one of those two, if you don't have them, obviously snag them as well. So. Uh, ben Hunt or Mitch Moses, if you had to pick, I think Hunt, Hunt could become a decent pod when he does everything for the team. Moses is a flat-track bully with the early draw. I know kick meter nerf comes into it.
1: I agree. I, I, if if you're only picking those two, I'd take Ben Hunt.
0: Yeah, but the correct answer to the question is Toby Sexton. <laughs>
1: well, you've got to pick two halves, don't you?
0: Yeah, well, Brad Schneider. <laughs> um, all right, mate. What about Twitter? How are we going? I think we've got a couple on Twitter here. I'll finish off. Um, we just got Manu. Oh, Ponga or Manu? Um. Nina.
1: Nina? Um. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, if you had to pick one, I guess I guess Ponga is going to average more, but he's more expensive too. Like Ponga's six hundred thousand. Manu's. Jeez, well, Manu's six hundred thousand. Okay, all right. If you yeah, have to pick between those two, take Ponga.
0: Yeah, I'd be aiming for a Heinz, Pappenhausen. Stephen Crichton, wing, fullback line, probably more than likely, and neither of those two is is the answer to the question. I think, that, yes, uh, absolutely. yeah. Uh, are there any good, he- cheap hookers or middles? Um, I don't no. know. I
1: like, guess Chris is Chris Randall all right? Uh, yeah,
0: Chris Randall, <laughs> Jake Simkin, um, If you are feeling frisky,
1: cheap middles. Um, geez, I guess Max King, the the blokes. Uh, what's his name? Leo, Leo Thompson, Thompson for the
0: Knights. Yeah, um, yeah. Maybe Kurt Mann, if he qualifies as cheap. Oh, he,
1: you didn't even rip, we completely missed it. You didn't even rip me for uh, considering Sam Lassone for about five minutes.
0: Well, I felt I felt like the passive aggressive comment that I made, where you didn't then bring him up afterwards, told me everything that I needed to know about how you <laughs> felt about my comment. <laughs> you reevaluated your life, realized I was right, and moved on with your life, which is, and that's all I can ask for all from you. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> do you like that? Yeah. All right. Which edges do we like, out Firm or Katoa, Tuolangi, and Nanai?
1: Uh, probably the cheapest ones. Nanai and Tulangi would be yeah. Would be my picks.
0: Agree. Cool. All right. I think that brings us to the end. And, you know, I know 95 minutes is pretty short, but um, I think that'll probably yeah, do done, us.
1: We've done well there. I thought we were going to go for about three hours.
0: Yeah. Oh, mate. Well, you know, gonna give the people what they want. They want to hear the the amateurs' takes. Oh, this has uh, actually worked
1: perfectly because we've got our uh, our fantasy draft in about ten minutes.
0: Oh god, I need to go and do a pee and refill my scotch. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. No, but guys, thank you very much for joining us. If you're not a member of the amateurs' overall league, uh, obviously we've cranked those numbers up pretty significantly. So since I started threatening you with threatening you guys with the missing the Trident voucher, so glad to see that number ships climbing but obviously uh you know i'm assuming that we're going to get somewhere in the order of 2,000 people listening to this podcast and we've only got 1100 bloody people in the in the amateurs overall so go and do that right now jump on the overall group Uh, you know worst case scenario you don't win the trident and you get to you know have a great time with great friends such as ryan myself and all the uh the people obviously if you're listening you're not in the facebook group jump in the facebook group follow the tiktok because ryan's going to make some awesome highlight tiktoks (laughs) <laughs> um and even if he wasn't i've dubbed him in for it now um you know jump on instagram twitter um i actually um guessed it on a podcast called nrl boom rookies yesterday or it's actually just come out today for uh you know talking just about the cowboys no fantasy if you want to jump on that obviously we got the <clears throat> we got the um Punk Club, which obviously we've we've spoken about it Nauseam and and obviously it's fantastic stuff just to sort of keep you engaged. And if you have any good uh, tips that you want to send us through for uh, for bets, we're obviously happy to listen to them. And we'll uh, outside of the manly one, we'll we'll sort of have a look and see if there's any other good value. Maybe we'll Ryan, we'll we'll have a look and we, maybe we we'll put out a separate uh, info piece on the the bets that we're looking at for this week. Yeah, absolutely, sounds good. Yeah, great stuff mate. All right. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you all for listening to us for 97 minutes and um hope you have a great TLT and and you know I mean obviously I'm going to come first and Ryan's going to come second but you know third's is pretty good. So, yeah. Best of luck and we'll uh we'll talk to you after the weekend.
1: Love you guys.